Yo, we going live. Yo, what's up? This is your boy Rob Glow. And this is the 24th episode of the Lost Ones Podcast. How y'all doing? It's been a while since we've been talking. It's Monday afternoon. You know, I ain't have to work today or nothing. I'm just a nice little off day chilling. The sun out here shining. Perfect time just, you know, chill back, relax, and, you know, get to reflecting on a lot of things. This been going on. Um, I want to see how y'all been doing. You know, how my audience been doing. You know, it's about a week, good little week since we've been last talking and everything. Um, once again, like, comment, subscribe to any pl- platform that y'all viewing, the Lost Ones podcast, and things of that nature. Um, I got a few topics on the board for you guys for this episode. Uh, I'm going to start first by saying, uh, I'm going to talk about the All-Star game first, the 2021 All-Star game that happened last night. And I want to get to the teams that were um, picked by both Team LeBron and Team Kevin Durant. Uh, Kevin Durant wasn't playing last night. So I think Zion was his replacement. But Team LeBron consisted of LeBron James, um, Steph Curry, Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic, um, Damian Lillard, and that's the high, that's the high players, the starters, and the one coming off the bench. Uh, for Team KD, who's KD, well, I think we replaced with Zion, um, Joel Embiid, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and I believe Jason Tatum. I think Jason Tatum was the starter. And just off names alone, Team LeBron was going to win. I didn't really watch the game. and didn't really anticipate watching the whole game. I just watched highlights in there. And on Team LeBron, you can really see the difference in play style, spacing, playmaking, defense, rebounding, all on one team. You have shooters like Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, um, Nicole Jokic, Bron can hit a few threes. Shooters, playmakers, Nicole Jokic, LeBron, Steph Curry, Giannis Antetokounmpo was 16 of 16 last night with 35 points, and he won the first ever. I think it was this is the second Kobe Bryant MVP trophy of the All Star game, and I felt that Giannis needed to prove that you know just come back from off a second MVP. You know, just to show the world that, you know, his dominance is not going unnoticed. You know, when he's clicking on all cylinders, I think he was 3-3 three three from the uh, three-point range as well. You know, him being on the team with players who, you know, he doesn't have to necessarily do everything, just, you know, play his absolute game, being dominant in the paint, being a force, you know, his speed and athleticism, um, occasionally knocking down the open shot, you know, and that really has you thinking uh, about Giannis' future in Milwaukee and knowing that he's that type of player, that he's not going to demand jumping from team to team. But knowing that um, Milwaukee has a time limit on how long they're going to be content where they are and what they need to do forward about getting him extra talent around him. Um Giannis can only do with so much. I seen someone on Twitter today. I was getting flamed on Twitter. Follow me, Rob127 underscore. Um, 
with all the accolades that Giannis has built up so far in his career, he's been what year seven, year eight right now. Um, some someone said that he will be top fifteen ever with just that ring and all his accomplishments so far. At first, I disagreed with it, but then it had me really thinking that Giannis might be top fifteen. After you know the top ten, you got LeBron, Jordan, Kareem, Magic, um, Shaq, Kobe, Will, Bill, Tim Duncan, um, Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, Dwayne Wade. Giannis might be in that slot very, very soon. Just off of numbers, dominance, and just that ring. And he also has two MVPs. So, just for that, Giannis might push to top 15 ever. Um, LeBron loves playing with Steph and Dame. Um, A lot of people were speculating of, you know, could this be a duo in the future? Um, especially since Steph Curry hasn't signed his um, signed his extension, and right now he's looking to be a free agent in twenty twenty two, I believe. So not this season, next season. So with LeBron adding an extra two years on his deal, and this is the first of the next four years, LeBron are oh he has three more he ha- yeah he has two more years because. With a player and with a player option, because LeBron's initial deal with LA was four years. In the third year, after after the third year was the option. He, he already they didn't make the playoffs the first season. They won last year. This will be LeBron's third season in LA, plus next year, plus an extra two years. So okay, okay. Yeah, I I wouldn't. I would be surprised. Of a Steph Curry, LeBron James team, but I won't be lying. I won't be myself if I say I won't. I won't love to see it. The shooting, the playmaking, the finishing game. Maybe Steph will get LeBron's free throw numbers up to a certain percentage, but who knows, man? We're all speculating things, but definitely something to speculate in the future. Um. This is a topic I've been wanting to touch on for a while, and this is not going to be the only episode I'm going to be discussing this. This is just going to be just my point of view, and I'm going to also get my my good friends to come up here and have this real discussion that I think we need to really discuss within our community, within our culture, and what we've been influencing and been influenced for the last maybe about 30, 30, 40 years now. Um. We've been the definition of real. What is the definition of real? What can you tell me? It's the honest definition of it. We've been living by these more these codes of conducts that's been presented to us by you know people that's been in the streets, the movies we've been watching, um, the music that's being pushed on us, the hidden agendas and the narratives, and why is this being pushed? Why is the being in the act of crime or violence being pushed upon? our younger generation so heavily at a very young age. And it starts at a young age, so they're in their adolescent years, so their adult years. Why is that being so pushed heavily on our younger generation? But 
no positive shit isn't. Like, shit, niggas going to school, having codes of getting up, going to work, you know, staying down so you come up the right way, not just finding the easy way out, you know. And I was having a lot of conversations with my boys. Shout out to my nigga Remy. Um, shout out to my nigga Trip. I'm definitely going to have these two on the next episodes to further discuss this topic. And um, a lot of these agendas uh, are being pushed on our younger generation, man. They, they Niggas is getting brainwashed. Niggas has been brainwashed by the street shit and, and making the street shit into things that's being real and what's, what's in a trend. It's a trend that's going on right now. And it's a lifestyle that people are seeing have been seeing for years thinking that's, you know, that's the way of living and how we're supposed to really act when in actuality it's all a facade. It's a, it's a pretty much a facade, basically. You know, it's, it's not real life. You know, what you see in these movies and shit and niggas out here, you know, just being in the streets just to have a name, you know, all that shit is a facade, man. Like, this is getting back to it. Like, a couple episodes ago, I talked about, you know, I was raised around street motherfuckers. Motherfuckers who come from, from a certain environment, what they have to do to survive. So, once they start having kids, and they have to still, like, hey, we trying to keep motherfuckers away from this lifestyle because it's not conducive to a way of life. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a temporary lifestyle. It's a temporary, you know, imagination that people get that, you know, being in the streets is just this. It's so glamorous. And, you know, you're supposed to be staying down for your hood and for your block and for your set of niggas. When in actuality, man, you see in a lot of situations that, man, the streets don't love nobody, man. And don't. We, we've seen time and time again our people have taken down our, our, our own. For what? You no, know, just for petty ass block beef, petty internet beef. Now that shit doesn't matter about anything. People put their life on the line just so for nothing. Honestly. Honestly. And it's getting to the point where you see rappers are still, you know, back in the days you have niggas like in a rap game, Easy and Ice Cube. These weren't street niggas, but they rapped about it and they made it sound good and they pushed the narrative on to the younger generation. All right, fuck it, we out here game banging, killing, stealing, robbing, selling drugs. That's the that's what's been pushed on the gen two generations before us. You got niggas in the nineties. I love Tupac Shakur. Love I love the nigga music. He, he's top three rappers to me all time. But he was pushing um a thug narrative. At the tail end, tail end of his career that he wasn't living by. Tupac wasn't a gangbanging ass nigga. This nigga was a, a poet. You know what I'm saying? More so of a of a smooth nigga. He wasn't a, a gangbanging criminal nigga. He didn't even, when he did get locked up, it wasn't for no type of malice or no, no crime. Or well, it was a crime against a woman, but street crime, I mean. Let me correct myself, but... Just in a, in a in a simple fact that a lot of this shit is pushing our our gener our younger generation. Shit has been pushed pushed on my generation. It started. Seen plenty of people, you know. And you hear the excuse, not so much an excuse, because a lot of people have been born to that lifestyle. You know that, that type of shit has been pushed on them from a very young age. But when you get into a lot of these. Men now just getting to the streets. A lot of these niggas grew up in the house with just a mom, with no father, no male guidance, 
no male discipline, nobody just to come steer them to the right direction. And we also have the music that's being pushed out here nowadays is about backdooring your homies, killing your homies, robbing niggas, petty beef ass shit. And then you got the movies that's out here just portraying the gangster life and being a thug and that's what's happening and all the gangster niggas is getting the money the bitches the fame the the lifestyle and you know they also push them women women push this narrative as well niggas also becoming gangsters just because bitches love the lifestyle they love seeing these niggas towing guns being in beef with different hoods and you know a lot of people ride this wave and they are the influences of of a lot of these black men going to jail, getting killed. You know what I'm saying? And nobody takes the time to say, like, damn, what's going on is fucked up. Niggas need to do something about it. And if somebody is coming out and saying things that pertain to damn, a lot of this shit need to stop. It's, it's killing our people. We killing each other over some shit that's made believe. You, you feel me? Those people are castrated against, you know, they're talked down upon. People create false narratives about them. And it's getting to a point where a lot of these fake lifestyles and this imagery is going to kill our people off, man. We, we, we literally been killing each other off. Especially with, you know, niggas is killing each other, you know, so that bullshit ain't going to never end. It's going to be a never-ending cycle of of bullshit, man. And it's going to come to a point where, you know, it's so much it's so much secret animosity that niggas be out here killing each other. And it's just it's just all bad, man. But I just I just want y'all to know. I just want y'all to get to the point of like just have your own mind, man. Be your own self. Be your own person. Don't fall to the to the the pressure of trying to fit in with people or trying to fit in with what's going on and what's what everybody else is doing. Cause nine times out of ten, what's what's going on for everybody else ain't always gonna be best for you. I personally been through that and seen it firsthand. You know, seeing people getting involved in shit that you know I personally not. Not doing for myself. I'm not getting involved in it. I'm not about to, especially for a block of people, um, a gang of people that won't put their neck on the line for me. And I'm going to just live by that and those codes and those morals because I'm back on video for my viewers. My video side was cut off on me. But like I was saying, you know, Back to the point, we we are all my black kings need to have their own minds and their own intentions, their own agendas. Don't go by what's going on on social media and what's being pushed and the secret, you know, fucked up agendas that's trying to be pushed on you, man. The the, the fucked up negative messages that's being brought to you by our people and by outsiders, you know, being a real man doesn't mean, you, you know, you, you, you selling drugs you, or you killing another nigga. What what is what is that gonna validate? You know, y'all y'all let these these negative influences, you know, fuck up y'all mind about what's real, what's genuine, and what's fake. Cause a lot of this shit that's being preached to y'all is false shit. A lot of these niggas who push the the street shit onto the younger generation ain't even did street shit themselves for real. Just keep it one hundred with you.
And it's not like they're going to, you know, be honest with you because they want you to be involved in the same shit they got snuck into. You know what I'm saying? That shit is a choice. Being in the streets is a choice. I know a lot of people, you know, who, who've lived in the hood, you know, been around the shit. They can be like, you know what? I'm not down. I'm seeing what's going on. I'm, I'm seeing the vibes. It's just, let me fall back. Let me do me. Let me go in another environment and thrive in it. Them just being stuck in this box, a never-ending box. But and you got other people who want to, you know, be influenced by you, want to be a part of it, don't have a mind of their own, so easily, you know, persuaded by what everybody else is doing and getting into. You know, that's why, you know, me personally, I don't fuck with those type of people. You, you know, on the type of time, you know, everybody else is getting into, you fall into the same fucked up mindset and mentality that a lot of black men has been suffered to for the last umph amount of years you know i simply can't be involved in it be around you because you know especially now at the point you know we older we supposed to be now you know teaching the same shit we we wasn't taught or older niggas that didn't teach us anything, we supposed to be instilling that to niggas that's younger than us and that's younger than them. Keeping that cycle going of, you know, hey, go this route. Don't don't go down this route. There ain't nothing there for you for real. And until more people like myself and more people that I know is trying to spread this message, if more people get involved in that and being those positive influence on the younger generation, we're going to do great. But, you know, until then, until, you know, we, we take accountability of what's going on in our culture and our communities and try to amend the wrongs that we've done for the last 30, 40 years, it's not, nothing's going to change, man. We've seen no progress. We, we march in these, we march on the streets for justice because white men, white police officers are killing us. But yet again, we silent when niggas is killing other niggas. We yell and scream. When a white woman is um, doing something wrong to a black man, but we silent when a black man is violently hurting a black woman. We silent. We complicit. We complicit to our own bullshit and our problems, but we're, we're so quick and scream to yell when somebody else is coming and doing wrong, wrong on us. Like, that, that cycle also needs to stop. We need to be held accountable for what we're we're trying to do as a community we were pushing forward and by the wrongs we're so quick to look at other people and what they're wrong for what they've done wrong to us but we 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 take some accountability in that too we're complicit like the message here is stop being complicit to the bullshit that's been spreading on us man and you know i had i had to do that with myself you know i still listen to the same bullshit music i st i don't really watch the 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 tv shit but now I'm, I'm, my mindset has changed from when I was five, six years ago of thinking like my mindset was just you know, some young shit, not knowing nothing. And so easily in social media is another reason why people are influenced. It's a lot of fucked up messages and hidden agendas and narratives on, online that people are, are spreading. So, yeah, man, the, the whole goal is to be better than we was five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 and try to get our people to a certain point where we don't even indulge in the shit. I know it's going to be a lot of those that are going to be lost. 
That's why we trying to pull them to the light and, and spread that light on them so they can see clear. You like that? That was a bar. That was a bar. But I'm so serious, man. And I'm, and I'm going to start these dialogues and have, these, and have more of these conversations because a lot of people need to start hearing this, man. I was just posting on my on my Instagram earlier, man, like, don't let these people trick you into losing your life or your freedom just for temporary hype and the bullshit. It's not worth it, man. It's not. Because you doing shit for certain people or certain block, and you doing all this shit for it, and you getting all this praise and shit, nine times out of ten, bro, niggas is not going to do this for you. They're not. They're not. And it's crazy because, you know, I got, I got cousins, you know, heavily involved in it. And, you know, I, I try in my certain ways of telling them, you know, like, man, lay down on that, man. Because it, once you in this shit, bro, it, it's very hard to get out unless that's your choice not to. You know, the, the goal here is to, if everybody not going to hear the message, hopefully reach one, one or two people to be like, damn, that stuck out. Let me try to switch my whole, my life up and do for the better. Because... It's a shame what they've been doing to my people for, for this long. It's a shame what my people has been adapted to, who would be influenced by. We are also been the ones who, you know, I'm, perfect example. We all throw a party for, for Tim Tim coming out of jail. But, you know, John about to go to college. He just graduated from high school. Ain't nobody coming to his party. But we quit to go to the, the block party and the nigga come off from jail. We value niggas who we celebrate crime. More than we do accomplishments on great shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I can know somebody who, who just um, bought a home in real estate. You know, just sold a home in real estate. Nobody's going to praise that. But, you know, they're going to praise somebody who just be the case. Or they just somebody who's, you know, just coming home from jail. You know what I'm saying? You know how, you know how fucked up that is? We, what we celebrate, what we... What we praise, what we condone, and the shit we don't, the great shit that we don't even look at or see it as positive. We just, we just, eh. If you're not involved with the street shit, niggas gonna look at you like you a hoe. You know, y'all, y'all definition of real is niggas indulging in crime. Now, you know how, why I'm a real man? I got morals and I stand on a certain codes and, and morals and knowing what I'm gonna do and what I'm not gonna do. What I'm not going to do is let motherfuckers influence me to risk in my life and my freedom. When nine times out of ten, if the shoes was reversed, a motherfucker wouldn't do it for me. And that's just the harsh reality I had to go through. And I'm, I never was on street shit. But that's just some life shit I had to really adapt to and understand. Like, damn. You know what I'm saying? And I just want this to be more of a conversation we need to start having with each other as black men to, like, really get to understanding, like, where we can go from this point and how we can improve and teach the niggas that's younger than us, you know, not to follow the same shit that a lot of niggas right now are doing or what older niggas fucked up at. You know, make your own way. Have your own route. Don't follow a lot of the route these niggas doing. When niggas out here rapping, everybody want to rap street shit. And a lot of these niggas don't come from it. Or have it done anything in it? How can you, how everybody is a gangster rapper? How? But this is only one of the many conversations, you guys. 
I appreciate everybody that's been tuning in, that's been supporting podcasts. Um, follow me on Twitter, Rob127 underscore. Follow me on Instagram, Rob Glow, three underscores. Follow the Instagram page for the podcast, Lost Ones Podcast. This is your boy, Rob Glow. Until we see each other again later on this week, you guys, we got more conversations about this very topic on what we can do for our younger generations and what we can do moving forward as black men and black women. Um, oh, no, we're not done. We're not done. We're going to have more. We got more conversations for you guys, man. This is the Lost Ones podcast. We're here to discuss things, how we can improve as a community, how we can improve as a community and what we need to do moving forward. But yeah, y'all, this is your boy Rob Glow. To meet each other again, peace.